I'm Dr. Heather Moore, owner of Total Performance Physical Therapy. Today we're going to go through shoulder pain. Um, it's a really broad topic, and um, but we are really starting to see a lot uh, in our clinic now. One, because it's the middle of swim season, so I'm getting a lot of swimmers in here. Um, but also because there's, um, you know, it, it's a very wide, uh, wide issue, wide problem. Um, and a lot of times people just describe it as shoulder pain and um, some things don't show up on x-ray or MRI, and it makes it really difficult. Um, so when you're talking about the shoulder, you're gonna talk about the rotator cuff. Um, a lot of people will say rotator cup or rotator cup. Um, it is, in fact, the rotator cuff, um, which is just um, four muscles that are in your shoulder. Um, there are some that are more likely to tear. A lot of times, this is the first thing that people think of when they have shoulder pain is they've torn their rotator cuff. Um, could be, could not be. Um, you should, you could have shoulder pain because of a rotator cuff tear. Um, you could have shoulder pain with a rotator cuff tear that's not even related to the cuff tear. So, uh, one of the things that we notice with a cuff tear, and this is not 100% of the time, but what you can notice is what we refer to as a painful arc. And that's where you're going to start to raise your arm, feel fine, really start to have some pain, and then by the time you get to the top, feels fine. Um, that's an indication that there might be something going on in your rotator cuff. Um, you might have some issues with lifting overhead. Generally, that's not a cuff issue, but it could be. Um, the difficulty with the rotator cuff is every time you move your arm, your hand, your shoulder, it's active, okay? You have to have what we call proximal stability to have distal mobility. So everything here has to be locked down in order for this whole uh, segment to move properly. So you want to make sure that just because you have shoulder pain, you don't write it off to a rotator cuff issue. Because a lot of times, while it could be a rotator cuff um, tendonitis or it could be a rotator cuff inflammation, um, it may not always be a tear. The other thing you want to realize about rotator cuff tears is um, they don't always require surgery. So a lot of people will Google or WebMD um, their shoulder issues, it'll come up a rotator cuff tear, and then they will avoid going to the doctor because they are so terrified of surgery. Um, a lot of times now, doctors aren't even performing surgery on smaller cuff tears because physical therapy has found to be such a good outcome um, that there's no need to actually perform surgery. Um, if you ignore it though, chances are you will develop a big enough tear that you're gonna need um, surgery. So one of the things that I note about rotator cuff and the many, many shoulders that I have seen is when you're talking about a rotator cuff tear that gets operated on, um, a lot of times is I put my key or went to pull my key out of the door and I felt this intense shoulder pain. A lot of times that's a, a rotator cuff tear where it's a really big tear and it's going to require surgery. Or I went to pull the door shut. Something really benign um, that you do and you felt pain and it's never been the same. However, fear not, most of those do not result in surgery. So rotator cuff tear, even though it is prevalent, even though it is a, a very popular diagnosis, even though it shows up on x-ray and MRI, it doesn't always require the surgical option. Um, one of the big things that we see with shoulder pain is inflammation and compensation. And they go hand in hand, um, especially uh, a lot of the swimmers that I see right now uh, and in older adults like weekend warriors, um, who are out on the basketball court or the football field just trying to relive our youth. I know I'm there. Um, but 
they wind up with shoulder pain on Monday morning because it's sore, it's inflamed. We're seeing a really increased prevalence of this now because of posture. Um, and those of you who watch my videos know how much I harp on posture because it's 90% of what I teach all day long um, for you not to become a patient. Um, but what happens is, is most of the time you're gonna be slumped in front of your keyboard, something like this, or you're hunched over your smartphone like this. So what happens is when you are hunched over, um, you wind up closing off your shoulder. So when you're back here and you roll your shoulders up, back and you drop them down, there's a nice space here, all right? It's not as big as that I'm showing you, but there's a space in between this bone and this bone. That has to stay there in order for the muscles to be able to move freely. But what happens is, is when you slouch forward or, you know, you wind up shrugging because something hurts or, you know, you're doing these compensation patterns that, by the way, you don't know you're doing, which is part of the difficulty in solving this and part of the difficulty in um, diagnosing it because it's not gonna show up on x-ray, it's not gonna show up on MRI, it's not gonna show up on any blood work, but you have shoulder pain and no one's telling you why. The why is because this type of posture or this type of posture, which you don't know you're doing most of the time, is causing this space right here, which is only like this big, to close. What happens when that starts to close is you start to pinch a muscle off, okay? So a lot of times when you're lifting overhead, um, you're gonna get some pain. It's called impingement. Um, it could be called tendonitis, depending on, they usually go hand in hand. Um, you're gonna get some pain reaching overhead. And what happens is, is that, that space there that needs to be there is gone. And it's like this. So now it's literally pinching a muscle. So you're getting that pain because that muscle is being pinched. You don't want that to happen, all right? So um, one of the things you can do right now is just roll your shoulders up back and drop them down, or you can just try and push your shoulders down. If you find your shoulders drop, you are in a compensatory pattern. You're in a pattern that one, you probably didn't even realize because no one will walk around like this if they knew they were doing it. Um, but two, you're also in a pattern that's gonna cause you shoulder pain. Most of the athletes that we see, especially overhead athletes, volleyball, um, baseball, um, any of those swimming, we see this type of posture, okay? They're sitting in front of their computers at school. They're doing their smartphones. So everything is pulling them into this posture, all right? So what we have to do is we have to reverse it, pull everything backwards, all right? And really get you to have that opening there. So most of the time that we see shoulder pain, we see it really, really late, like months later. Um, and let me tell you something, if you're having pain when you're lifting overhead, it's not gonna go away on, on its own. If it's been there for a couple weeks, it's not going away on its own. Um, people usually wait like three or four months to come in here um, before it really gets bad. And I get busy schedules, but at the end of the day, if you're doing this, and it's been hurting you for two weeks, and all of a sudden it stops, and you haven't had an injection, um, all you did was change how your shoulder works. So instead of you solving the problem, your shoulder solved the problem for you, but in reality it didn't solve anything, it just actually made everything worse, it just took the pain away. So usually what happens is you'll start to shrug, or different types of compensation, which will again irritate that muscle and then close it off. What I will tell you about shoulder pain when it comes to rotator cuff tears, when it comes to this posture, is a lot of times the muscle that gets pinched when you are slouched, when you are 
punched. Whenever that, that space gets closed, the muscle that gets torn is the rotator cuff muscle that gets repaired extremely frequently. And instead of people coming in here when they start to have pain lifting overhead because they're afraid of surgery, them actually avoiding coming in here um, because they're afraid of surgery causes surgery. So this will actually start to be sawed away at. So what happens is, is the more you move your arm and the smaller this gap is, the more it's going to saw. So this top bone is literally going to act like a little saw on that muscle until it snaps. And then, you know, you have to go in for surgery. So the reasons people avoid finding out what's going on and the reason people avoid um, taking care of it is because of time and money. And unfortunately, the worse it gets, um, the more likely it is to actually saw off. And um, then you don't have a choice because you won't be able to move your arm. So just a heads up about that. 